amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. 
There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threats. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, I am your host, Roderick Threats, and welcome to the Southern Liberty Podcast. This evening, you already know how Sundays go down, y'all. So I hope you've already had dinner. <laughs> I hope you've had dinner, you've had brunch, you've had all that. Because um, the young man I'm about to pull up in here real quick, he's going to go ahead and, like I said, pull up. He's going to pull up. He's going to say what he got to say. Right. And, and, and um, uh, uh, we're going to have a conversation. I, I found this young man um, going across the uh, the social media causing causing waves on social media. And, you know, the, the, this cat, this young cat has a, has a great message um, that a lot of common folk really need to hear. I mean, y'all hear me run my mouth all the time out here. I mean, this is why y'all come through. Y'all want to hear me run my mouth, but you know what? There, there's a point in time, right? Well, where we have to humble ourselves with other voices also that are within the same vein, Right. Because their message is just important. And, you know, thanks to my Southern Liberty family, I have a platform as you know, as this that reaches, you know, over two million people a week, three million people a week. And I want to you still use this podcast to launch other voices out into the ether. So people also know there's other common folks that are. Uh, not alone in this journey in trying to recoup America, try to redefine, you know, I wouldn't say redefine, bring America back to where she is supposed to be, right? Because there's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, confusion, smoke bombs, psyops, and everything else that convolutes the thought process, and it forces people that want to uh, make them want to choose sides. Right. And they'll they will abandon these These same people will abandon liberty to pick a side. And that's a that 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 that's a big problem. So with that being said, let me go ahead and introduce my guest. Coming out of. <laughs> So let me let me let me go ahead and introduce my guest out of good old uh, somewhere in the good United States of America. Somewhere in the somewhere in the good old United States of America. Apparently, he's in the Keystone. Y'all know the Keystone very well. You know, you, you know, you already know how this goes down. Mr. Mr. Snacks Preston. Good evening, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. Plus, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> you would know what hey, you know what? When you complain, people don't listen anyway. So, you know, that's just that's just what it is, man. Listen, exactly. So so Mr. Snacks, get give 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 the listeners um a um uh uh a brief overview of who you are, where you've been, and where you're going and what you stand for. 
Okay. Um, I'm a actual ex-con. I did 12 years in prison, and I was released three years ago. And, um, you know, coming from a criminal background, when I went to prison, I made myself train my mind and my body and just my spirituality, period, into thinking differently. I didn't want to have that hive mind like most black people have nowadays, where just because you're black, you got to follow liberal ideals. And I I refused to believe that because I started seeing that a lot of things that the Democrats were, sp- were spouting was just untruths. It was like, you know, they weren't dealing with reality. And then I just really started reading Thomas Sowell and I started reading a lot of uh, Stokely Carmichael and things of that nature. And just to get a bigger perspective of what's going on in the world. And I noticed that black people nowadays are focused on race, but they ignoring the real problems that we're having in our communities. Like if you go to any community, you know, Philly, Harrisburg communities that I'm from, you will see that this, the problem that we have in our communities is not racism. It's gang violence, black on black crime, uh, drugs and there's a whole bunch of other things I could put in front of racism. But for some reason, we're so focused on race that we ignore the things that's really damaging our communities. And it's sad to see. So, 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 so I'm going to ask this just going off that vein. Um, And obviously at some point in time in your life, as you admitted that you were kind of a product of that before you realized what was happening. What, what what about that whole situation is causing who or what and how is exacerbating that that situation? That's what I should ask. Well, it's 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 more or less. I would say that it's the choices that young our young inner city youth are, are making. It's the choices. It's not the white man forcing them to do anything. It's these choices that they're making. They choose to be the worst of society and not only is it being shunned it's being promoted and it's like you know i never understood why we paid so much attention to the white cops who killed unarmed black men when it was so the number was so rare compared to the murders that happened every single night and and when i say it's a choice it's absolutely a choice if you choose to live a lifestyle of criminal acts then that's the choice you made. And there's no one forcing you to do that shit. You're doing that because you you want to have some kind of reputation or something. And me coming from a criminal background, I, I, didn't, ha- I didn't have to choose that. I chose it on my own. And I had choices because I had a mother and a father in the home, but yet I still chose to be a criminal. Right. And that's what a lot of times they say, oh, well, the parents ain't doing the jobs. That's happened in some some situations, but it's also up to the person to hold accountability for themselves for their actions. Stop blaming a white man for all your problems if you're still committing these problems. Don't you're not going to tell me that uh, the white man made you do anything. Hmm. You made hmm. yourself do, this. and it's sad when it's like. Uh, nowadays they say, well, the black, the white man made it so bad for us in the community that we had to sell drugs. We had to kill people. That's like saying, all right, if, if a man sells me a knife, I buy the knife and then I take that knife and I stab a whole bunch of people. 
Whose fault is it? The person who sold me the knife or who or the person that used the knife to do to do harm to someone? Well, according to their logic, that's it. According to their logic, that's it. The person that sold you the knife committed the crime. The same thing with these people that want to repeal the Second Amendment and all that stuff. It's like, it's the gun that did it. Oh, my God. It ain't the person. It's like, really? I never understood. Is that where we're going? Right. Exactly. Is that where we're going? Like, you know, people with this Second Amendment idea that that we're just going to take the guns away from people. Second Amendment protects us from governmental tyranny. The government just can't make us do anything they want to. And there was a, a, a woman on TikTok. She brought up one of the best points I've ever heard. She talked about the Constitution gives us inalienable rights. That's not rights no. that the government gives us. That's a right that we have since birth. Right. And we don't work for the government. The government works for the people. That's exactly it's correct. The, the government, like for instance, nowadays, I'm, I'm a conservative, but I'm leaning towards more or less, you know, just scrapping the government and starting over because they're clearly not for us. I mean, I'm gonna say the liberal side, and some of the conservative, I mean, the conservatives are not doing the things. They're just, they're just falling in line with a lot of these liberal ideals, mm. and it's tearing our country <laughs> apart. And it's it's like you know, even though most of us are probably uh, staunch Trump supporters, I believe in the choice with the vaccine. I believe that you should have a choice with the vaccine. And nowadays, they're promoting so much. Uh, um, pro-vax sponsorships and, and things of that nature, but they're not telling the truth what's actually going on in these hospitals, that most of the people who are getting sick are vaccinated. They're not saying these things. We're only getting one side of the... The media is so corrupt. We're not actually getting the the truth about anything. That's why it's, it's incumbent on us who are on TikTok, on radio shows and things like that to put the truth out there since the media is not going to do it. We've seen that in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. They lied through that whole thing. And yep. it's sad to see. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole thing with this, with, you know, with the, with, the, with the Constitution, right? And I, and I say this all the time. The Constitution tells the government what they cannot impede on. Right. Right. right? And exactly. people think that document can be changed at a whim because you don't like something. And it's like, no, that document does not give you anything. It tells the government what they cannot they do. do. Right. What they cannot do. That's, that's the difference between our constitution and other, other, other belief systems of other countries. Our, our constitution is governed for the people. The government has nothing to do with the constitution. Right. Consent to the governed. What they cannot do to the people. And mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. That's why, you know, me, I'm 42 years old, about to be 43, right? And the growing up in my in my generation, Gen X, we was proud as fuck to be American. Hell yeah. We, we never had no shame of saying we was fucking American. Because we looked at having Amer- being American as being the best country, a part of the best country in the world. Nowadays, these young people that are American give more allegiance to Africa, which makes no sense. I have no allegiance to Africa. Uh, My ancestors mm-hmm. died in this land. 
You know, that's how I look at things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Pan-Africanism. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, it, the premise of it, of Pan-Africanism is, 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 it's not bad ideologically. It's when it's weaponized. Right. And we see that all the time. Right. You're not, you know, you're not black enough. Or right. you've been whitewashed, right? This is what this 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 radical this radical wave of Pan Africanism has done, right? right. And, and they're they're basically uh, and and I don't like the word colorist, but I'm going to use it for the, for the context of the situ for the conversation. It, it, colorism, right? First of all, people, colorism is racism. I don't care which way you look at it; it is racism, right? But these people use colorism. Right to uh, 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 to indemnify someone's blackness, like right, w- like like and how how does that work? It it, it doesn't, and, and you know, I've I've heard some of the dumbest fucking things come out of people's mouths. You know, I I was on TikTok one time, and this black girl told this white girl stop rocking black women hairstyles. Meanwhile. The black girl was wearing a blonde wig. She can't wear, wear cornrows, but you can wear blonde hair. Like, where do they do that at? And they hang with, <laughs> uh, with feminine or gay men who have nails. Like, they're stealing from women. You don't have no problem with that. But, in, oh, God forbid a white girl wear cornrows or some black hairstyles. It makes no sense. Like, where are they getting these people at? Ladies and gentlemen, enter the world of hypocrisy, where hypocrisy lives in circles and inside your cognitive emotive loop. And if you don't watch it, um, your cognitive resonance will completely crush your cognitive emotive loop and you will be left with nothing. Thank you. That was my commercial (laughs) for cognitive resonance. (laughs) It's like, it's like. Am I on? Am I on this planet anymore? Like, what the fuck is going on? And <laughs> Delusion. It's like real good black people are looking at these other black people. Like, you motherfuckers don't represent me. This, this, no, this ain't my thought process. You know what the funny thing is about that, though, snacks. Let's think about this a minute, right? Let's think about this a minute, right? A lot of our skin folk. Fight like the devil every day, right? We're not thugs. We're not burglars. We're not thieves. We're not this, that, and a third. But then, but then, but then, turn around and embody the same image they're trying to throw away. Facts, right? Like, like how how can you? You know what I mean? I mean, straight up, real talk, right? How can you say that we're not thugs and, 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 and we're not we're not thieves? But then yet you loot stores that you don't own. Like right. what? And, Wait a and, minute. And think, think about it like that. Think about it like this for a second. You know, they never uh loot and riot and wrote on Rodale Drive in Beverly Hills. They never mm. go up there and riot. They come and destroy the communities they gotta still live and work in. Mm. And jobs are the jobs that they're destroying are jobs that are employed by people who live in the city and it makes no sense why are you destroying your shit you know what's crazy black on black crimes is at an all-time high 
But black people got such a problem with a white man, but we're not killing no white people. Not saying that we should, but I don't right. see that. I just see the destruction of our own communities. It's like, it's but, like, all right, say, say we are from Africa, right? And mm-hmm. I have a problem with that because I'm under the belief system that black people were everywhere and that most of the black people that were in America were indigenous. That's just a belief system I have because I've seen the pictures of the old uh, mm-hmm. Indian tribe. They were as black as we are. Yep. So I'm not going to say that we all came from Africa. I'm just not going to say that. Right. I have too many problems with that whole story. That whole Christopher Columbus shit and three boats took over a whole country. I just don't believe mm-hmm. And and there's a lot there's a I did a whole big big thing on that because I you're not gonna tell me that bullshit. You're not gonna tell me a whole warrior nation let three boats come and take over the whole country. What was the rest of the country doing? Like for real. What was the what was the California Indians doing? Right, and see, here, here's my thing with that, bro. On the on the on on that on that same artery, right? The fact that people and my Native American friends are going to get mad at me for this, but I don't care because you know what I mean. I bring the smoke and the inferno at the same time, right? Right. For for for, for yeah, for for them to think they were here before Africans were is disingenuous. You you mean? I mean. I mean, people have to, there's pictures of the Pharaoh's boats that was drawn into the pyramids. You don't right. think they made their way across the Atlantic Ocean? Everywhere. We were everywhere. Like there's parts of America that's conducive that's all always hot. And there's no problem believing that black folk wasn't indigenous there. Right. It's, you know, Florida, California, all the hot spaces could have been birthplaces of black people. And we don't all say everybody came from Africa. Then you, then Africa wasn't the only continent that had Africans on it because boats been been around for a long time. Yeah. People were explorers for a long time. And that's just that's just how I, I like to think about it. I don't want to think that the only reason why black people are in the United States is because they came from Africa. When most African slaves went to South America, most of them didn't even come to America. Yep. That's exactly correct. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, and, and while we're still there too, I mean, let's think about the Seminole Indians a second, right? The Seminole right. Indians are, are uh, they have mixed African ancestry right. before they, they were all, like- yeah, exactly correct. Exactly. I mean, there's a big Seminole reservation right here in Central Florida that people can go to, and you can look at those pure. And they're pure Seminole. They're not. You know what I mean? They don't venture out outside of the Seminole Nation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and there might be a little bit of some in between going in there. But anyway, that's none of my business. That's none of my business. But they have very. They have African features. Right. You know what and I'm saying? African- Africans don't teach slavery the same way Americans do. Right. Because Africans don't teach their people that we so uh the Africans sold uh black people to uh to America. Right. They don't they don't teach that because there was a lot of them who were being enslaved too. Yep. You know, it it wasn't like the white the, see they make the white man way more stronger than he actually is. They make it seem like Europeans was just taking over. They made him a boogeyman. They made him a boogeyman. 
It's right, what they said. Like like white, white man. Ooh, the white man. So scary. No. <laughs> if you take the white man, if you take anybody as your enemy, then you got to be able to confront your enemy. You know, I hate that. You know, especially when growing up all my life, I have never had a white person call me an N-word to my face. Never, ever, ever. Right. Wherever kind of racism happened, I wasn't around for it. I didn't, never happened. Right. I've always been around a lot of black people, a lot of people of color, always. And I've never been around white, racist white people. To this day, I don't see them. Right. Whether it's on TV or something like that, I don't see racist white people. But what I do see is a bunch of Negroes acting like savages every single fucking day. And they're not being blast about it. They're encouraged. It's the same mentality as when somebody comes home from college, it's like, oh, yeah, all right, you came home from college. No big deal. But when somebody comes home from jail, it's like, oh, I missed you. You know what I'm saying? There's all sorts of love for that. But right. the person working hard and coming from the military or coming home from, from uh, college, don't get that same respect. And it's a mentality we have. We follow entertainers and people like that yep. and rappers and shit. Instead of following the intellectuals, we never do. We never do that. No, and you're right. You, know I mean? you are. You are exactly. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Right. I mean, and that's that's the huge disparity between, you know, the, the black community. Right. And, and, the, and the white community. Right. You know, white folks will, will have debutante parties for their children coming of age. You know, same thing with the with the with the Latinos. Right. They have, they have the um, uh, uh, quinceanera. Right. Quinceanera. Right. Um, for their kids. Right. And when they go to college and come back, there's a big celebration. You, you know, you graduated college, blah, blah, blah. But black folks, we don't celebrate that as much. Right. We don't it's like, oh, oh, you, 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 you went to go get whitewashed. You know what I'm saying? You went to get whitewashed. Listen, huh? I, if, if I'm, if I'm, if we're going to be honest, black people disrespect black people more than anybody, period. Constantly. I've never been called, I've never been called so many sellouts, Uncle Toms and Coons and things of that nature, just because I have a conservative view and I have a view of discernment. 
between truth and lies. It's the only thing I do. If I tell the truth and it offends you, or if I tell the truth and you call me a coon, well, call me Mr. Coon. Put some respect on that coon. <laughs> the best coon. If standing up for truth means that I'm a coon, then I'm going to change my name to Snacks the Coon. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to sit here and be upon lies and deceit and make it seem like it's fair seeming. That's the problem today. Like, if you look around, mm-hmm. the young people are saying the dumbest, most idiotic shit. Like, uh, there's gender fluidity. Man, you could be, there's no such thing as gender. And you could be a man one day and be a woman the next day. What the fuck are you talking about? No, you can't. And here's the thing. Here's the thing with that two snacks, right? Is that at, at one point in time in the black community, right? All the all the black men, you know what I mean? They were in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Helping out the young folks. Like you don't need, you don't want to be doing this. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be doing this. Let me show you how to, you know, how to go over here and do this to make this bread. You know what I'm saying? And then when they started. With all this craziness, and everybody knows what I'm talking about with this, you know, this this gender fluidity and, and the sexualizing of black men, whole nine yards. All of that went away, and then guess what happened, right? Unfortunately, we got the product of that with a lot of our, a lot of our young black men and women going to prison because we didn't have those elders out in the community guiding the right. way right. as they were supposed and- to. And that's and 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 the problem with that is all the ones we looked at as being our old heads started becoming drug addicts. That yep. was the problem. Yep. Old heads nowadays is like the old heads that we was respect we respected when we were younger became drug addicts at an older age. Mm-hmm. And then basically they started looking up to the young boys. When you look up to a young boy, you start taking on their ideas like for instance, I can't stand a man that's in his fifties wearing skinny jeans and his nails are pink. Lord Jesus, Ooh, Lord you, Jesus, right, what, are you trying, <laughs> what are you trying to do? First of all, ain't nobody in their t- uh, teens and twenties can tell me nothing about life. You haven't experienced enough to teach me shit. You know what I mean? So you keep your little funky ass opinions to yourself. And we, what we're seeing is right now is a high majority of feminine ass men mm. feminine ass men who say whatever the hell they want and they're not getting they're not getting uh ostracized about what they're saying because they're feminine and it's like they're in a protected community the lgbtq cannot tell me that they're discriminated against they're discriminatory for real and here's the funny thing right and i'm gonna add i'm gonna add some uh uh, I'm add some Cajun seasoning to that real quick. Um, what a lot of people don't know, right? Stonewall, right? I've talked about this on, on, on my show before. I've talked about Stonewall on the, sh- on the show before, right? But people have to understand, right? And you're, you're correlating these older black men becoming, you know, personifying young kids or even walking around with painted fi- fingernails and stuff, right? People remember Stonewall was in a black gay community. Keep that in mind. Oh, I never heard that before. Yeah. Look up Stonewall and you'll see. And Stone, the Stonewall riots started because of a gay black man. Mm. Lord mercy. And all of that is personified now. Right. Think about that. Right. You know, most empires collapse because of the weird sexual practices. 
Anybody, anybody who's seen the, the, the fall of Rome and the things of that nature in Persia, the things that happened before the empire fell is something that nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. All these different uh, versions of sexuality, even the people of Lot, that's yep. the same mentality. These yep. empires fall when you start diving into things that's when you start changing things that's already reality. Like, for instance, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. I don't care what your sexuality is. Me, personally, if you tell me you're gay, if you're a gay man or you're a gay woman or bisexual, I can understand that. But when you start telling me that you're a transgender and even though you have a penis, you're still a woman and I have to call you a woman. and all, No, I'm not doing that. Some of them letters on that LGBT, I'm not paying no attention to. They call me transphobic all they want. But I'll be Snacks the Coon who's transphobic. Add that to more, more more things that define me. I don't care. But they're pushing <laughs> stuff on kids. And they're pushing these sexuality traits on kids when kids should not be involved in anything sexual. No. And it's true. Like, if you're talking about sexuality to kids, you're a pervert to me. Like, what, what do kids have to do with That's right. sexuality? And sexuality should be taught to you by your parents. School shouldn't teach you your, 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 your sexuality. I'm a straight man. I don't have no problem with anybody who's not straight. But what you're not going to do is tell me that I'm wrong because I'm going to teach my kids about being heterosexual first. If they're homosexual, I'd have to deal with that. I'm not right. going to shut them. But you're not going to tell me as a parent that I can't teach that. What parent doesn't want grandkids? I mean... I'm not. I'm not gonna. Say, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, skirt, skirt, skirt. I gotta pull out the brakes. Skirt, skirt. What, what, what? People do not want babies. Oh, grandbabies. Wait. Let, let me. Let me put this in in, in uh, uh, reality a second. Um, the pro-choice crowd. Can, can, right. I, I mean, let's keep it one hundred. Right. Right. Because the pro-choice crowd, and again, nothing against nothing against the, the the gay community, right? Y'all, y'all know I love you. I work with y'all all the time on stuff, right? But the the pro-choice movement mixed in with this this bit of sexuality is decreasing the repopulation of the United States. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Black people, with us being twelve percent of the population. There's no reason why any of us should be pro-choice. We need more babies, not less. Mm. But it's and it's then, it's a woman's body and her choice, so we got to leave that alone. And that's that's crazy, right? It's my body, my choice when it comes to abortion, but it's not my body, my choice when it comes to the jab, huh? Mm. Ain't that something? Hey, we got to run the break real quick. I got the red light. Y'all know what to do. Y'all know what to do. Cheese, wine, crackers, get all that in. Stretch your legs out, whatever, and we'll be back here in five, y'all. I'm Mary Corsetti, Fox News. At least 19 people, including nine children, have been killed in a fire in a high-rise building Sunday in the Bronx. 38-year-old Delaney Rodriguez lives in the building with her children. I'm devastated. This I live in this building for 16 years, and I never experienced something so sad 
especially at this time, it, um, neighbors that is like my family, and see them, uh, it's, 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 I have no word to describe my pain. The fire department says the cause of the blaze was a space heater. Meanwhile, a former CDC chief says the agency should update guidance on COVID-19 isolation. Former CDC director Dr. Robert Redfield says the agency should add a negative antigen test to new guidance, reducing isolation time from 10 days to five for COVID infections. not about whether you're symptomatic or not symptomatic. We've done those studies already to show the amount of virus in an asymptomatic and a symptomatic person is not that different. But Redfield, who led the CDC for much of the Trump administration, says Americans should still feel confident in the agency and its director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Meanwhile, as Russian troops mass on Ukraine's borders, the U.S. will take part in global conversations hoping to avoid an invasion. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says there are two paths Russia can take, enter into diplomacy or face deterrence. On ABC's This Week, Blinken said those deterrents lean heavily on more sanctions. Economic, financial, as well as NATO uh, almost certainly having to reinforce its positions on its eastern flank uh, near Russia, as well as continuing to provide defensive assistance to Ukraine. Blinken says it's hoped that discussions taking place starting Monday in Geneva can calm those tensions. Gernal Scott, Fox News. America is listening to Fox News. When your finances are spread across dozens of apps, you never know how you're actually doing. Truebill's all-in-one finance app helps you get smarter with your money with a clear financial picture, visual budgeting, powerful bill-cutting tools, and control unwanted subscriptions. Truebill has over 2 million users, helping them take charge of their finances while saving them over $100 million. Take control of your financial life with Truebill today at Truebill.com slash Fox News. That's Truebill.com slash Fox News. Well, more than a dozen communities across the U.S. already allow non-citizens to cast ballots in local elections. Now, New York City is joining them. More than 800,000 non-citizens and so-called dreamers in New York City will have access to the ballot box as soon as next year. Mayor Eric Adams greenlights legislation already approved by the city council last month to automatically become law. The measure gives non-citizens who have been lawful permanent residents of the city for at least 30 days to vote in races for the city's mayor, city council members, borough presidents, comptroller, and public advocate, but not in races for governor or in federal elections. Opponents saying they will challenge the law in court. Some states, including Alabama, Arizona, Colorado, and Florida, have adopted rules that would preempt any attempts to pass laws like the one in New York City. C.J. Papa, Fox News. And Spider-Man's box office dominance continued in its fourth weekend in theaters, adding more than $33 million in ticket sales. Spider-Man No Way Home now ranks as the sixth highest grossing film of all time in North... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. When you need zucchini or deli ham, Instacart shoppers lend a hand. Add a little life to your cart. And if you want your bananas green, honey, it ain't no thing. 
add a little life to your cart. Instacart helps get your groceries. Your first three deliveries are free. Download Instacart. Add life to cart. Terms apply. America and the eighth globally. The only major new film this weekend was Universal's The 355, a spy thriller starring Jessica Chastain. Meanwhile, COVID-19 kept people away from a big tech show this past week. Fears of catching COVID kept the number of attendees at this year's CES gadget show in Las Vegas way down. The last time the event was held live was back in 2020 when more than 170,000 showed up. Last year, the Consumer Technology Association held the conference online only due to the pandemic. They decided to do it live this year, but attendance was way down, 70%. Only 40,000 or so decided to show up. This despite precautions requiring all to mask up and show proof of vaccination before arrival. But the rise in COVID cases made a number of big tech companies pull out of the conference before it even began. Karen McHugh, Fox News. I'm Mary Corsetti, and this is Fox News. Do you have ambitious hiring goals? No sweat, because you're not waiting for the right candidates to find you. You're finding them first with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements, or else you don't pay. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Fox. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash Fox to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash Fox. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yes, sir. Welcome back, Southern Liberty family. Make show, make show, make show. Um, if you're not part of the Southern Liberty family, uh, make sure you go over to patreon.bpmg.us. This episode and all other Raw Thoughts episodes will only be available on the Patreon after the broadcast. So if you miss this, you got to go to the Patreon and get it. You got to go to the Patreon and get it 100%. But I do also uh, ask that if you have not subscribed to this podcast, Please make sure you do so on any and all podcast platforms. You pick it, you name it. We sit in there. I want to give a shout out uh, to all my folks in the, in the live chat. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. You know, I do. I want to give a shout out to my folk in Collier, Lee, Hendry, Dade, Brevard, Broward, Martin, and Volusia counties for listening in so i appreciate y'all 100 percent. we got my man mr <clears throat> mr snacks preston in the building here we we we, we just we, we just shooting the breeze you know with, with, with the conversation but we're going to kind of shift it a little bit we're going to get into uh american politics a little bit now we've talked about the morality of america let, 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 let's kind of shift that a little bit and kind of uh apply some policy to this so i'm gonna I, I, i'm a 
I'm not going to rapid fire snacks. I won't do that, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all know I'm good for that. <laughs> but I ain't going to do that to him. But I am going to go. I'm going to go there on one thing, right? What is your what is your staunch your staunch opinion about tax usage? What do you mean by tax usage? The money? Yes. The money that's being how 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 the money is used? The money. I have a big problem with that because I don't trust the government's use of the money. Um, for the simple fact is, we get raised taxes and lower taxes and things of that nature, and the the money is not allocated in the proper places because most of the money usually is is allocated to help out the lobbyists. It's, it's gotten to a point that where elections are are people are being elected by by certain people but when they get in office they push the agenda of the lobbyists instead of what's good for America. And tax money is never allocated to proper right because I used to be a uh uh I used to be a counselor for at risk kids at a at a uh rec center. And the funding got shut down two years ago. And not only did the rec center funds get shut down but the programs that Donald Trump had put in place got shut down. And this administration came in and destroyed a lot of things, like donations at the at the soup kitchens are happening. I just want to see more tax money go to the actual communities instead of going to community programs that never get used. All right, so so how do we how do we how do we fix that problem? Well, the government has to have more transparency with us, transparency with us because we don't know what these programs are until it's too late. It's like they have all sorts of programs to benefit people, but they play on the fact that people don't have are, are ignorant of it. You know, it's like a small group know that these programs exist. And it's 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 always happening. Like there were so many programs that family members of mine wanted to get in and start their business, but they didn't even know they existed. You know, it's like, it's like they're hiding things from us. You know, they don't teach money to our kids. And that's another thing. Tax codes and purposes for taxes are never taught to the people. People have to study that themselves. You know, curriculums aren't, aren't teaching money. And that needs, that's another problem that we have. Our kids aren't learning about money or tax codes or things of that nature. That's that, that that that's exactly right. Now, now here's here's the, here's the here's the linchpin question for you: Should the taxes be allocated from the federal level, the state level, or the local level? Mm, that's a, I would say uh, I would say on state level. I okay. don't think I I don't trust. I don't actually. I trust the state more than I chose uh, local local areas, uh, local congressmen. I don't trust them. I, I I don't. They no. I'd rather trust it on a state level. They well, we, we, but you get you get you got to remember too now, right? Is that um the state allocates the tax money to the local governments, right? So 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 with that, would you would you not rather have your you know if you pay a, a local tax right, um, 
go to your local government and then you can actually go down and hold them accountable as in, let's say, in your example, you live in the Keystone. So you would have to drive to Harrisburg. I live to in Harrisburg. Ho- okay. So, so, okay. So, okay. So you would have to, for people like, let's say, you know, I used to live up in Nanticoke, way, way up in the, up in the Pocos of the Northeast by Wilkes-Barre. But you would have to drive down to Harrisburg to hold them accountable for the allocation of funds, right? I mean, that's time, money, gas, et cetera, right? So, and that's what the power needs to be because we need to have the power enough to hold them accountable. Now they're not being held accountable. We don't hold them accountable for things. We don't have a united front where we do that enough. Right. And that's the right. So, I, right, and I, I and, and in that regard, I would rather have the any type of taxation right be on the local level that way i can say oh i can go right down to the mayor's office it's three minutes away yo what are you doing bro right see we can, i can agree with that i can absolutely agree with that but i just don't see i just don't see i think there needs to be more groups of people that's not connected to the government i think we need more uh militia-minded people okay because it's is that militia mind holds your government accountable and lets your government know that it works for you. And that's not what's happening. The government's starting to overstep their rule. And they're ruling with an iron fist now that we see. So me being anti-government, I want all that policies that's going on now to be stripped clean and started over. Done better. You know, because this is obviously not working. You know, when Trump was in office, the economy was booming. And then Corona hit, you know, and and these things, these we were curing. We were curing the problems that we were having in our country. You know, we we were creating a boom. And I'd love to get back to that economy. I'd love to get back to that economy. If any people remember when, when Trump was president, we had a lot more money in our economy, a lot more. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Tax- so, 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 so my, so my question is for you then is how, how, how do we get back there? If you, if you had the reins, right? How would, how would you get us back to that point? First of all, I'd get these young ass men that's sitting on these couches and not taking advantage of these ten million jobs that's out here. I have their ass out there working and get the this this economy back to moving. Instead of sitting in this stagnant nature, uh, I would definitely do that. And able-bodied people will not be getting welfare. I'm sorry, that ends. That if you're able and you don't you not don't have a disability, welfare is done because that's that's just a crutch. People people don't feel the pinch as much when they're getting all those welfare and all that program. Like food, if you get a lot of food stamps, you don't feel you don't feel how a gallon of milk costs five dollars. You know, to people who are working hard to get that milk, you know, it's it's a lot of a lot of laziness going on that's being ignored. You know, a lot of people are taking advantage of unemployment still. Yep. And and people need to be working. If you're able bodied, you need to be out there working, and there's plenty of jobs out there. Yeah, there, there there's Every- definitely there's definitely plenty of jobs, right? But. I want I want to throw a curveball in here because there, there's something there's another part of that, right? That people aren't talking about, and it's the illegal immigration bit. Oh right? my god! I'm 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 a uh, 
I own a landscaping business, and that that landscaping business pretty much is is destroyed because they're they're taking these contracts. What I would uh, charge seven thousand dollars a month to do, they do for like less than that, like a thousand, maybe even fifteen hundred, and it's destroying a lot of jobs around here. Like a lot of uh, you know small business owners are losing their businesses because of it. And legal immigration is such a problem. Legal immigration is bad because, you know, Donald Trump, he was testing the DNA of the families that were coming in. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Because, you know, they were people just grabbing a whole bunch of kids and saying that they were kids and coming over to the border with them. And these girls, these young girls is coming over on the border. When Donald Trump called the Mexicans rapists, he was absolutely right because eighty percent of these little girls are being raped in these in these in these uh, deserts on their way over here. Yep. That and, and just leaving the borders open wide and just letting whoever comes over. First of all, if you come over here illegally, nine times out of ten is going to be the criminals coming over. Here. They're not the people that's going through the proper channels. These are the people right. who want to get out of Mexico to start their empire in America. That's what we're getting. Well, the gang and, 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 and but you, yeah, and, and there, there's the other part of that too, where the there, there's a lot of them coming over, you know that you know that let's say they're they're not cartel members or gang members, right? And you have the ones that are tradesmen. You have, I mean, these people are coming from Guatemala that that are carpenters and electricians, and they're taking up these trade jobs, right? And here's the funny thing, right? We, we always hear that, oh, you need to go to college, right, to be successful. And you, need, you know what I mean? You got to have that piece of paper so you can know something and disregard the trades, right? Now, a, a lot of this started with what's called the Heart Seller Act. And people have heard me talk about the Heart Seller Act before. And that's the, basically the Immigration Act of 1965, which started allowing in uh, limited immigration. But it ended up expanding to il- basically illegal immigration with IRA-IRA of 1997, solidifying Im- uh, illegal immigration as a commodity in this country, right? Because it because of agriculture, right? Now, it's permitted all these these foreign um, uh, 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 tradesmen to come in into our country and, and, and fill the trades up. Right. And it, it's absolutely crazy. And then now, guess guess where the jobs are now? Right? The the the, the jobs are not in in the trade markets anymore because we don't have manufacturing coming back. It's now 
all in the tech sector. And then guess who else benefits from the H-1B-1, uh, the, the H-1B visas? It's the guy from India. It's the guy from China. It's the guy from Pakistan. Outsourcing, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And they're bringing them into this country, giving them these visas so they can work these jobs. And I always tell my sons, like, I'm I'm anti-college. Not saying that college isn't a good thing, but I'm pro-trade. I think my sons need to learn how to be welders, plumbers, uh, things of that nature. I don't I don't really because college, all I see people who get college degrees, all I see them acquiring is debt. Pretty much. Like the people who are plumbers, things of that nature, they they sustain, they keep they keep work. They always have jobs when you do that kind of stuff. Yep. And I, I think, and you can be really successful in those areas. Like, hands down, like landscaping, that's great money. You know, and right. And for the most part, I was successful. But it's just getting harder and harder because of, of these. See, this illegal immigration, the reason why they're allowing them to come in like that is because if they make the voter registration easier where anybody can vote, these are all people who are going to vote Democratic because they were let let over. The liberals were easy let up over. They're going to vote for that every time. Right. And America's being flooded with a whole country coming over here without restriction. That's basically what's going on now. They don't have no restriction coming over. It's, it, it, it's, yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. And, and here's a funny thing. Neither party really wants to really do anything about it. Right. And the one who wanted to do about it got shunned and got called a racist. And a xenophobe and, and, and all that stuff. Absolutely. And he was absolutely correct for what he was doing. You know? And people are not going to notice that until they realize that this country is going to become something that is just unbearably hard to deal with. It's going to get... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. I'm not going. Okay. No, I was I was gonna say that these same people that are like pro immigration, right? Um I can remember six, seven years ago during you know, uh through Obama's administration when he was when he pushed DACA and tried to push DAPA uh through, which got shut down. Um say that the, these people were saying that conservatives and republicans are, are are afraid of the browning of america and and it's it's the the white supremacy and, and all this that and a third meanwhile meanwhile in the same context they are relegating these these black and brown people coming across the border to agriculture jobs i mean i'm sorry but that sounds like slavery to me Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's going to create a, a, a citizen, a lower class citizen to the point where, where it's like we got the rich and the poor middle class like that. There's going to be a class that's going to be underneath the lower class. It's going to be like it's going to have to be a whole class of like where the homeless would be and or, or the people that's coming over here without anything like that whole class. is it's going to be a whole right. bunch of that. Right. You're you talking see? like a caste system. Basically, a right, caste right, system, right. and 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 you see it now because a lot of cities are having these uh, communities where people live in tents, and they're everywhere. the The homeless problem right now with home with homelessness 
is ridiculous. I've never seen so many homeless people the way it is now. But but but, but you know, here's the thing, right? And, it, and we have to differentiate, right? There's a difference. There, there's a there, there's a difference between homeless and houseless, right? So that that's you know what I mean. That that's that's where the paradigm is, right? Because you can you know you can be just you know you just had your house foreclosed on, etc., and you become houseless, right? But right. Homeless people, right? Homeless people are right. That's exactly right. Yep. And and I, I get what you're saying, but and I understand about the houseless problem. But I'm talking about people who are homeless, like that are right. actually live on the streets. Right. That number is growing. Yes. Growing eventually, and like I said, they set up tents and everything for them. Some of them, some places are even uh, putting them in jail. They're yes. putting the homeless in jail. They have mm-hmm. somewhere to sleep that's warm. Oh, dude, and- I, I, I was I was I was uh, I was just just up in Spokane, Washington, and I found out that they have a city ordinance. Okay, in Spokane, Washington, they have a city ordinance that says the homeless people can't be in this part of town. Period. Mm-hmm. They cannot be in this part of town whatsoever. Now, you can be on the outskirts of town, but downtown in that area, you can't be anywhere near here, period. You'll, you'll be thrown in jail or fined. Right. And when and she told me that, I was like, wow, are you kidding me? It just seems more and more like communist, communism to me. Yeah. It's like we're leaning so heavy into, into communism. that, And, and I had a, a person on my live on TikTok and... It was a young girl. She was nineteen, and she was promoting Marxism, oh, and promoting geez. communism. And they, she made it seem fair seeming. Like I'm up here arguing with her, and she was talking about everybody getting the same equal pay, and all this not working. And I'm like, what? The fuck is wrong with you? You know? And yeah. It was just sad, and she was promoting abortion. It was like, what the hell is wrong with this young girl? Indoctrination. The indoctrination station. And and they they know if they start off with our young, if they get our young thinking these these, uh, convoluted belief systems, they're going to grow up and be adults to have these convoluted belief systems. For instance, I hate that how how impressionable they know kids are. They know kids are Mm -hmm. are impressionable and you can teach them anything at a young age. I mean, that's why it's easy to tell kids about Santa Claus. Right. So if you push these ideals on, it's going to make adults that feel the same way. And they're not going to fight against, they're not going to fight for critical thinking. And right. that's the whole plan in that show. They need yep. to, to have more followers. So they have to have more people following. They need, they want people to be followers, soldiers, and employees. They don't yep. want critical thinkers that's going to go against, oh no, Fauci, why are you doing this? Oh uh, no, so and so. No, Joe Biden. You, why are you doing this? They don't want that. That's why you see all these platforms. They're pushed by the lobbyists too. That's mm-hmm. why we get banned on all. I get banned on all forums. Hey, I, I'm banned on my main until the twelfth. So <laughs> they, they're gonna ban you because your critical thinking is 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 scary to the government. Because like, oh no, he's gonna make sense. Please don't t- don't don't tell him that. Because then they're gonna agree with him. Because they're gonna agree with truth. 
They know they're lying. You, 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 know, you know what the crazy part about that is? And, and this is going to be two parts, right? And, and, and I'm speaking from skin folk level at this point, right? right? Don't we, don't, don't, haven't we always been told just comply? Just comply. That's it. Huh? That, it, the same thing that these Marxists are pushing. Oh, just comply. Just comply. Just it's all good. Just comply. And it's like, wait a minute. What? what? Just do what? What am flying to? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so the other part of that with Marxism and and, and I've kind of touched on this before. On, on this show, but I want to I want to go back and touch off on it again, right? The these so called this is how this is how I know these so called Marxist preachers are full of shit. Okay, right. Karl Marx, Karl Marx himself advocated for free markets, right? But yet these Marxists. They're Marxists to the core. They hate free markets. Right. Makes no sense. But but at the same time, we have our conservative cousins, right, that are full, strong, staunch uh, 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 advocates for, for free markets. And it's like, no, bro. Free market within the country? Sure. Right? Because... And me and my friend Rocky, we go round and round about this, but I think we we agree, right? We we agree that the Jones Act is a product of Marxist free trade, right? Right. Just like NAFTA. Just like NAFTA. Yes, sir. It's a pro- but concern. A lot of our conservative cousins like we got to have free markets. No, we need a closed market. We cannot allow these other countries to invade our economy. Right, because look, and when the jobs came back, look how much we boomed. Not only that, yeah, we boomed. But see, here's the other part of that too, right? With that whole free market outlook, China, Russia is buying up land in the Midwest like none other because of free market. They're buying up land in the Midwest, farmland in the Midwest, buying up everything here, huh? But we want free markets, right? Huh? But we want free markets, right? Right. We need it, and we need it inside, like you said, inside of America. Right. We don't need other countries being able to buy up our land. No, that's exactly correct. And that, more money, the the dollar is collapsing, so their money is going to be stronger than our money if they're using it. You know what I mean? Say, yep. say the dollar does collapse, and then they already got a foothold in America, and their money is going to be worth more. Yep. That'd be that'd that'd be situationally apocalypse. For Americans, when our money ain't going to mean that anymore, no. That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. I mean, uh, I, I mean, it, it, you know, it, I, I, I've always said, and, and I think a, a lot of my my, my liberty loving people um, that listen, um, I have I, always said that you know you can't have a nation without borders and protected trade, right? Right. You you can't you you just you don't have a nation without those two. Right Not at all, and we were doing it for too long. We were, uh, we were, we were using that to our advantage, being over to other countries, you know, giving them three cents an hour. While you know, what I mean, we sell products for a hundred dollars, you know, and we we reaped the benefit of that. Now other countries are reaping the benefit 
from us, you know? Right. It's like, it's completely, it's completely contradictory because for us to do it, we got to allow them to do it. Yep, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and here's the, the other piece of that, too, is the fact that now we're, we're going to talk Constitution a second, right? Um, the direct taxes clause in the Constitution is what is supposed to control tariffs in this country, right? That's how the federal government is supposed to make their money, period, right? When, when Taft backed the 16th Amendment, and say, oh, we only need needed two percent. We only needed, you know, two percent, right? And we see how far that two percent expanded over time, right? But, but, but I say that because now that the federal government doesn't have to rely on the direct taxes clause in the Constitution to make money, and they have literally said, oh, free market, right? And all these countries coming here buying our land, buying our companies. Buying our manufacturing. Hmm. Y'all know how this story ends. It's, it's, it's sad. It's sad when you're American and you see businesses that you go work for owned by Chinese, Indian, mm-hmm. owned by. I mean, it's like if if we had to take it back, we'd have to take that back by force because they're so rooted in our, our, our economy now. Yeah. Like most most small businesses are. Or ethnic, they're ethnic businesses. Yep, they're other lands and the laundromats and all that kind of stuff. Yep, and I never understood why Americans weren't more like. For instance, I try to support the mom and pop shops. Like you know, when I go get pizza or something like that, I try to support them. Right, but it seems like you know the business that's being done by these other countries. Seem like they're 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 not as good as American business. Like it's not as hospitable, right? But there's so many more of them. You know, it's it makes no sense. It's a it's a crazy conundrum, really. I I, I hate that you go to all the strip malls and they're owned by non-Americans. Not saying that people from other countries shouldn't have, you know, a chance to 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 have a good life. It's just that. It should be a little bit more even. Like, this should be more 50-50 of American businesses and them. But right. it's like 90% them. And, and, and you know, the other part about that, too, is, right, going back to the whole, I talked up me, me and my other, my, me and my co-host, Miss um, Kell, we talked about Biden um, talking about cap, there's no competition in capitalism. And I'm sitting here, you know, and he's talking about raising taxes on, 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 on the, uh, corporations. And I'm like, over 60% of the corporations are owned by out of country entities. You're no. not, that's not going to fly. That's no, not going to fly. Are you kidding me, Joe? And he's so stupid. Who? Why? Please, somebody. Don't do it. Don't do it. Somebody, <laughs> somebody tell me who the fuck in their right mind would have voted for Joe Biden. Like, seriously, he's got to be. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Orange. Hold on. That was my. Hold on. Orange man bad. Is that a good enough reason? Is that a good enough right. reason? That's the only reason. And <laughs> orange man was good. Well, 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 regardless if he was good or not, look at the paradigm they're looking at now, right? Look at the paradigm they're looking at right now. 
I can't believe it. Oh my God. I can't believe Joe Byron, not Biden, Joe Byron, right? <laughs> Joe Byron, uh, uh, backed out on, on the student loan debt. He, he reduced funding to HBCUs. And, and uh, uh, now b- black people are back to being the p- uh, political pawns they were. It's like, bruh, um, bruh. Y'all, uh, black people were dumb as shit during that whole fucking election. I hated so many <laughs> black people during that election. I swear, I could just point out the black people I couldn't stand. And I didn't want to see their faces because they were saying some of the most idiotic shit and uh Trump wants to put us wants to bring back slavery and shit like that. Oh, they they took the vote from black people this year, so we got to vote for Biden. If they took the vote from black people, how the fuck you vote for Biden then? Like it's so fucking stupid. Like this shit they were saying, <laughs> it, was, it was idiotic. It's it, it, it's laughable. It literally it, it, it's laughable at this point. But but I'm I'm gonna flip it. Y'all already know. Uh, y'all, 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 Southern Liberty fam, you already know what I'm about to do. I'm, I'm going to do it. The Republican Party and, and, and your loudest conservatives did not do any outreach to overturn that. Facts. Overturn that momentum. Right? Absolutely. They, they, I mean, I, I mean, we sat here on this show. And a few times, like, everybody's saying, there's a red wave coming. We're like, mm, not so much. Ain't no red tsunami coming. You ain't got a surfboard that big. Cause y'all, and hell, hell, y'all not even in the water to catch the tsunami. Okay. Like, y'all not even there. And you know what's crazy, though? One thing I can say about Joe Biden that he did, a lot more black people have been waking up lately. I've been seeing that a, a lot lately. Like a lot of people saying, "Like, well, we were tricked." Y'all wasn't tricked. Y'all was just stupid. But welcome to conservatism. You know what I mean? Welcome to the conservative side. I, 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 you know what? I look at it like this. I, I don't have any sympathy because if 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 you lack right, if you lack the critical thinking in this, right, and and, and this this go this goes for both you know both factions, right. If you lack the critical thinking, you know, to, to cipher through stuff and all you do is parrot their talking points, I can't feel sorry for you at that point. I cannot feel sorry for you at that point in time because you have sold yourself out for a letter. And you're a dumb piece of shit. Mm, he said it. I didn't notice my lips didn't move. <laughs> this came from snacks. We're dumb pieces of shit. The worst pieces of shit. The worst smelling pieces of shit for that. Because look what our country is now. Thank you. Thank you for for being so staunch to get him in office. Now you got somebody's drunk uncle standing at the podium saying, Oh, you can't put diapers on a pigeon. She's just saying shit that don't even make sense. Y'all wanted this piece of shit in office. Fuck. Hey, you know what? Here, here's my thing, right? They can, they, they can have it. They can have. It's gonna get worse. Worse, right? You know what I'm saying? 
but 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 the narrative is not going to change snacks because come 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 the uh come the 2024 election regardless of who the republicans put up that person is going to be a racist racist he's a race he's a racist already we don't know who it is he's a racist already Mm -hmm. guaranteed that's the only thing that the Democrats use. And, you know, black people fall for that shit. We're just going to say this guy's racist. And if he's black, we're going to say that he's an Uncle Tom sellout cool. Like, what they do to Ben Carson? Like, yep. Ben Carson's a fucking champion. Yeah. Champion! <laughs> Black-owned business, been married to the same black woman. He was a doctor that separated uh, conjoined twins. And you want me to believe that that's a coon? Then I don't know what coon means. I don't know what sellout means. I'm sorry, I don't hey, understand it. Hey, they, hey, the, the, they, they've never been out in the country and go hunting down coons because they, they would know right. that coon. Coons are pretty damn smart. Right. I'm just saying, like they duck and dodge better than deer do. I'm just right. saying. <laughs> so uh, I take that one too. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> they're just contradictory. They don't know no better. Oh, they know better. They know better. They just they they feel they 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 feel comfortable speaking their talking points, right? And I remember, and I keep saying it, and I remember someone told me that a long time ago. And yes, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put her out on front front street. Um, a lot of my Southern Liberty family know her very well because y'all listen to her on Sirius XM 125, The Patriot, but Sonny Johnson, when 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 we were part of the Tea Party movement together, she used to tell me all the time, don't stick to their talking points, get off their talking points. And I'm like, what do you mean? Right. And, and I'm like, whatever. And then a year or so later, I started realizing, right. It's a, it became a drone mentality. So shout out to Sonny Johnson. I love you, sister. You already know I love you. Um, but the, when these people get on their political parties, talking points. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. They're already lost. They're done. Right. They're done right. in the water. It's game over. And that's and that's another thing. And a lot of times on my lives, I get debates, and they don't stay on topic. You ever really debate a liberal when when you're having a debate? Uh-huh. It gets emotional based, and insults get thrown at you. And there's no uh, beneficial banter happening. There's no there's no great discussion. It becomes who got the best insults, and it's stupid. 
and I get in those situations sometimes, brother snacks, and you know, and a lot of the stuff, a lot of their talking points they talk about is either a case law that was passed by the Supreme Court that can be um, that that can be relegated. Right. And other things. And when I get in this conversation with these liberals and they'll they'll talk about, well, black people are just so oppressed. People of color are so oppressed in the police brutality. I say, okay, so you want to do something about that? Okay, let's do something about it. Let's talk about over overturning court cases like Martinez versus Chula Vista. Right. Let's talk about overturning cases like Pennsylvania versus Mims, Terry versus Ohio, um, Map versus Ohio, U.S. versus Carroll. Let's talk about turning those things over if you're so worried about black folks being stopped by police all the time i have a solution to the problem and nine times out of ten a liberal will sit there or a progressive will sit there would be like well i say yeah because i'm not going to play the circle jerk game with you i have a solution right. to the problem you don't want to listen to me because i'm not on the left you think right. i'm on the right when i'm not on the right so you automatically invalidate and you want to be like, yeah, we just got to keep marching until we get all the racist pigs out of policing. And I was like, you can get all the racist pigs you want out of policing. Get them all out. The policy of stop and frisk and pulling you out of your car will still exist no matter what cop you have there. And that's not killing people. Stop and frisk is not killing people. No, that's that's what's killing me. Because stopping first, what, what people, this is this is what I always say. People always who are criminals play the victim. People are, people that's getting pulled over and stuff like that, most of the time are not just upstanding citizens who are not doing enough. A lot of times it's criminal, people doing criminal things. And they want to make it seem like everybody is being harassed by cops. And that's not true. No, it's not true. It's not the true. case of these people being uh, killed by these cops are so rare, yeah. but they blow it up to make it seem like it's happening every day when it's not. In yep. 20 years, 30, 30 murders happen. 20 years, 30 un- 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 and, and um, I'm, I'm, it's more than that. It's just slightly more than that. It's like 33 or something. In 20 years. You're not going to tell me that's a problem compared to 900 some people dying every year in one city in one year. Right. My thing is, my thing is, right, everybody knows my thing and they'll probably plug their ears when I say this. But, you know, th- those court cases changed what the Fourth Amendment meant. Right. You know, the, the Fourth Amendment uh, talks about probable cause. Right. You need probable cause. You know, for a warrant, unless upon oath or affirmation, right? The court case like Terry v. Ohio and Matt versus Ohio changed that precedent to reasonable suspicion, right? Reasonable suspicion is subjective. That could be anything, right? So, if we say you see the seed fall out the the uh, the corner of his mm -hmm. mouth, yep, I can search this whole thing for weeks. Yep, exactly, and that's Pennsylvania versus Mims you're talking about. Right. That, right. That, that that case. So it's like you, you want to limit police interactions. So there's less people getting sh- getting shot or shot at. OK, let's change reasonable suspicion back to probable cause. Let's put right. that threshold back into the Constitution where it belongs. But they don't want to hear that because they want to grift and make money off of plight, 
off the plight of black folks in this country. And that's how the grift has always been. Always been. And and a lot of things, a lot of times, a lot of people are going to are, are going to, to jail and they can't afford uh, correct, um, you know, representation. A lot of times nobody wants to talk about that, how most people have to go to court with a public defender. And they yes. end up taking the deal because they end up taking the deal because they don't want to get the the most harsh sentence. Mm-hmm. And then they go once like me being an ex con, then they go to jail and they start hitting the law books and re- and get themselves out something that could have happened if if if, mm-hmm. if the, the public would actually do their job. Yep. And that's another thing people don't don't want to talk about that a lot of these young brothers are going to jail just because. They'd rather take a deal with this unjust system than to fight things, even if they're innocent. A lot of times it doesn't even have to do with if if you're innocent or guilty. It's if you can afford an attorney. And right. that's so sad because a lot I know a lot of brothers that just took a deal because they didn't want to get 30 years. Right. So they'll get five years or six years. That's still a felon. And and the government is slick with that. That's the, and, and they're so slick with the shit they're doing. Like, not the sidebar from nothing, right? But a lot of nowadays, a lot of people are getting these marijuana cards. You know, the, the marijuana, the weed cards, mm-hmm. stuff so they can smoke marijuana. Do you know that you can't get a gun permit if you have one of those? Yep. Yep. The government never told nobody that. So, what easier way for me to take away your Second Amendment rights mm-hmm. if. if let you indulge in something, give you a card, and then tell you your Second Amendment rights without telling you that I've taken away part of your Second Amendment rights. And yep. that's how the government works. They work on this trickery. Yep. And they do it all the time, and people don't pay attention to it. Well, well, it, you know? it's, it, 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 you're right. People don't pay attention to it because they don't look at the whole process, right? Marijuana is still a Schedule One drug. Right. Right? That's their justification for nullifying your Second Amendment right if you have a marijuana card. That is, but but see, here's the funny thing about that, Snacks. Here's a funny thing about that, right? And and we're going to kind of get into uh, the legal concept of nullification and federal preemption, right? Now, these people love, right, federal preemption when it comes to abortion, they love federal preemption, right? They will sit here and be like, yeah, the federal government needs to pass a law to legalize abortion, right? Ugh. But then turn around, right? Turn Only to turn around, right? And, and say that state's law in the marijuana case, nullification nullifies schedule one. Mm. Look at that. You caught that, right? <laughs> Just like, you know, but there's another Schedule 1 drug, right? Ritalin. Ritalin, yep. Ritalin Schedule 1, yep. Ritalin being a, a, a Schedule 1. It's, it's fucking disgusting. This is every everything we're talking about. If people, your followers, your, your listeners, if they're, if they're paying attention, just think about how sick that is. Think about how dirty, rotten, a government system is for for doing these things. It's bullshit. Well, yes and no. Yes, yes and no, brother snacks. Because 
I I, I always wanted to one of the one of the two biggest things I talk about besides you know being involved locally and making sure your locals running correctly is being informed of the laws, right? Because as a U.S. citizen, right, you need to know the laws in the jurisdiction you are traversing. There, there's no such thing as, oh, officer, I didn't know. No, before you go to that city, you need to know at least a basic overview of the ordinances in that city, which you can and cannot do. Or it'll prey on your ignorance. Thank you. So I don't feel bad for these people and say, well, I didn't know that was against the law. Did you, did you read the ordinances? You lived here for how long? And you didn't know? No, I don't know. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. Nope. Game over. Nope. Did you Mm -mm. see, you ever see somebody talk to a cop who knows the, knows their rights and knows the law? How cops can't get away with none of this shit? They're like, well, could you step out? No, I don't, I I have the right, I don't have to step out. And the cops, they're like, they're sitting there stunned because it's like, oh, he knows, he knows, he knows the law, so I can't get away with the shit I can usually get away with. And they just check them every chance. Oh, I'm not, I don't have to put my hand on the steering wheel. I don't have to open my glove compartment. This so-and-so law says that. You know, it's, I love seeing that because that means that's somebody that actually pays attention to their surroundings. Right. That's exactly correct. But see, at the same time, right, like like those uh, those people that do that stuff, right, yet they are not advocating getting rid of these bad Supreme Court precedents that causes these things to happen. That's where we have to get to as a collective, right? We have to get to that point where, you know what, this is what's causing this. We have to stop this. But then again, right? It's still a grift game, right? The carceral system was meant to be for profit in the first place. Right. And it's, it still is for profit. So much work to be done, though. There's so many things that need to be done. It's, I mean, it even breaks down to dietary things. It's, it's so much stuff that has to be fixed. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's unrelenting, bro. It's like, it's like, it just seems like, you know, it seems like an uphill climb. You know, it's like ice skating uphill. It's All like right. More, <laughs> it's like more, more things. The, the harder you work, the the, the less benefit, the less advantage, or the, the the less you would see. It's it's right. hard. It's hard. You know, especially with people who actually give a fuck. You know, there's one thing to see a wrong and just just ignore it, but when you're a person like me and you who just we actually give a fuck, it's like. It's like it's never going to end. Like, when does the fight ever end? And it's never going to end. No, there's going to be such thing as perfect. The world is never going to be perfect. And I always tell people all the time, and you know, I'm a guy. I'm a, I might talk a lot of shit, but I'm a God fearing man. And I always say that we were meant to live in 2021 and 2022. There's a reason why we are here. Certain people That's have right. to be loud be vocal and say the things that no one else wants to say and then there's got to be the sheep then there's got to be the the ones that just follow you know but there also has to be a group of men and women that's not going to go for the bullshit it's going it has to be the ones that's going to stand for the truth regardless you know that's and right. that's that's what's that's what's the hard part because when you're one of them people you take all the brunt of all the disrespect, all the you ain't shit and all that kind of, you take all the brunt. But everybody knows that people who stood on truth always, 
always took hardships. You know, yep. Jesus and all the prophets, they all took hardships. Yep. Because they told the truth regardless. And we need to think like that. That's you right. Know, not to be religious, but we need to think like that. Like, we're going to stand for truth regardless of the bullshit you're trying to tell me is truth. I'm going to stand with, with the truth of reality. You know, what I can see in tangible things. Right. Because people actually looked at reality. Then this narrative that they push, they will see them as untrue with their own eyes. You know, my father always told me that truth never needs an attorney and defends itself. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Right. There you go. Just need him. more people waking up. That's all. It, 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 uh, waking up, okay, yes, I, I can say waking up, but what what we need more is the the those of us uh, generals and, and and captains and admirals in this uh, in this fight to even get louder, right? And and, and I think I, and I say that, and I think about um, I, I I think about a, a night rider, right? I think about Knight Rider, you know, you know, at the beginning, you know, a, a, a lone man, right? A lone man defending yeah. the innocent, right? Because right. I, I look at the people that, that are not awake. I still look at them. I look at them as innocent, but still complicit because they're still asleep. But if we keep being loud for them, right, they'll end up realizing you know what's going on, and then be loud themselves. Right, right. And I always tell people that the number one thing that has to be fixed, to me, honestly, is the families. We need more mothers and fathers in the home. No more just dysfunctional families. We need to be sitting around talking to our children, talking to each other, and building families. You know, Facts. not enough of that. It's always, it's always just you know nowadays. You know, it's like eighty percent of the families now are single parent families. That's sad. And yeah. we need. There's a lot of things I, I couldn't get away with because my father was in the house. You know, because my dad wasn't playing certain shit. And that's what needs to be in the house. We need more mothers and fathers in the homes. And because yeah. these kids are growing up by social media. Social media is raising these kids. These kids ain't going outside playing in the parks and shit like that. Right. They're being raised by the electronics. And it's making them weird. These fucking yep. kids are weird. Yep. These, these kids are some of the most they're smart, but they're dumb as a brick at the same time. Like they they just, oh my gosh! They irritate my mom because they don't think. Right. That, that's exactly right. And it was, we got a couple minutes left, but um, with that, it, it's the the problem with you know the whole family thing. And we can I can rail on this for two or three hours, but it's the issue with with, with hypergamy, right? The 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 uh, the, the, the solid the of hypergamy has been distorted, right? Somebody somebody put more water in the concrete of hypergamy, right? And now that's why we have the 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 the, the rampantness of the the single parent households and what's hypergamy? The the institution basically the institution of marriage, 
Oh, right. Okay. And, and everything that that surrounds it. Um, but, you know, and, and one of one of the faults and not want to say one of the faults, one of the daggers in the hypergamy is this third wave, third wave feminism. Right. I'm an independent woman. I don't need a man to do this, that and a third. You know what I mean? And it's wrecking marriages. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I, I mean, we look at the way the government has structured marriage out i mean this is going to be uncomfortable uncomfortable for some people to hear but most couples you know 60 percent of the people that that um let me tell you about let me reword that so i know where i'm going but i gotta word it differently to make it make sense um majority of first time marriages 60 percent of those end right right your second marriage, you're, you're, and if you're if you're divorced at least once, your rate for divorcing your second marriage goes up exponentially. If you divorce a second time, that third marriage will result will result in divorce even at, at a higher rate. Oh my gosh! See what I'm saying? See, I've never been married. I'm 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 scared of marriage. He said, he said, I am allergic to that. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't see, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Probably marriage just seems like it's, it's more fantasy and more, more or less uh, a fantasy of what life should be than to be actual relationships. Like I don't see relationships nowadays as being, as being, wholesome anymore like there's no more wholesome relationships you know right it just seems like everybody's promiscuous you know and then people like me who are traditional who believes in you know you know being in a relationship and staying in it i don't see a lot of that nowadays no you don't a lot of women nowadays are more or less looking for the next big money uh you know next cash cow and then there's the good women those good women you know, they're they're more or less, you know, they're they easily swayed too. But there's a lot of good women out there. It's just that I don't know. I just don't see me personally. I I'm not messing with nobody who's under thirty. That's <laughs> he's like no no under thirty for me, bro. No under thirty. I want to play my nineties R and B and you know talk shit and wear my baggy pants. You know I don't want to. You know I don't want to come out my generation. Right. You no, know, I hate to say it, but I like I liked staying in the nineties. I liked the way, you know, the mentality. It was, was different then. Yeah, it was different then. It was it was you know what I mean? We were built different. Those of us Gen Xers, we were built different. <laughs> we was we was not that uh pushover generation they have now. You had to you had to actually punch us in the face to scare us. Right. And even then we were like, What? Did it fight? And I just don't, I just don't like none of this. This new generation just ain't, ain't it. It ain't I don't it. know what's wrong, but it just ain't it. You're right. You're right, Mr. Brother Snacks. I I appreciate you coming through uh, this evening. I, if you want to let the, the folk know how to find you on social media, go ahead and plug yourself in there, brother, so these folks can find you. All right. You can, you can catch me on TikTok at at. Snacks, S-N-A-X, all lowercase, Snacks, C-J, 
435 underscore 2.0 and then at SNAXCJ435 underscore 4.0 on TikTok. And CJ is Righteous and Ratchet on YouTube. Hey, y'all heard it from the man himself. I appreciate you, Brother Snacks, for coming through this evening to grace the the, the wonderful the, the wonderful liberty defending audience um that we have here. Um y'all already know the deal. Um you know, we have these conversations for a reason, family, right? Because you know, there there might be that one person out there that needs that push to open their eyelids up, right? And and, and to, you know, look at things a little bit more or look at things from a different angle, right? Even if it doesn't change your belief system, just, you know, gain some gain some understanding to do some introspection, right? On 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 their life and everything around them and, you know, hey, something good might come of it. If not, you know what? We did our job. Right. We did our job by putting our opinions into the ether. Right. And backing it with with documentation and backing it with the, the logical principles of liberty. Right. Because, that, again, right at the end of the day, everything is boils down to liberty. Right. Is, is, is the government or government entity impeding on my liberty by doing this? And if the answer is yes, then it is a no go. That should be instant. Heinous. There shouldn't be a hiccup, shouldn't be a hesitation or anything. It should be uh, no, no, mm-mm, no. It shouldn't be, well, you know, no, no, no. Because you get into, well, you know, then guess what? You've given away that little bit of liberty and they're going to go to try to snatch something else based on your, well, I don't know. No, no. It's a no, no, and hell no when it comes to government impeding on your liberty so with that being said y'all i love y'all 100 percent um y'all have a blessed week all that good stuff make sure you stop by monday night you already know how we're gonna do it what the hill i got a couple of uh federal bills that's being pushed through that we're gonna talk about tomorrow in in depth so make sure y'all come through tomorrow and check out what we're talking about so until next time, again, blessings to Brother Snacks and to my uh, Southern Liberty family. Life, love, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.